Okay, let's get into this. Um, recently in the comic book world, there has been a bunch of crazy hoopla going on because of the uh, worldwide crisis that we're all going through. And basically, in the midst of all of that, instead of buckling down and um, thinking of the best way to save themselves, which is what any reasonable type of person would do during this crisis... Uh, these businesses that have been owned <laughs> by people who supposedly know good business sense are doing the utmost worst to chase away and piss off their respective uh, community of loyal buyers. Uh, Marvel has been doing this for years by pandering and for some reason hiring a bunch of people to write for their stuff that only write for things that they like, uh, or, or, well, not said write for things, but write things that they like, so they, they typically only do stuff, and not in the sense of what will be good for the character, but more so, what will be good for the cause that they decide that they want to fight for, which is really retarded, um, DC, they, they, they do it in small doses. I, I give them credit on that, you know, and it's like they don't have so... They, they just have a lot of whack stories, but it's not like it's outside of the norm of those characters. It's just that they, DC knows what works, and, and a, a lot of stuff with DC is just whack. But uh, most of their things have always been to hype up Superman as the greatest golden boy that's ever lived. Batman must be the dark brooding hero of no, like, um ill-contempt, sorrow, blah, 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 and uh, Wonder Woman is their female. And that's what they do. Everything outside of that is just, it's always uh, rinse and repeat. Um, so I don't blame DC because they don't do anything coherently that upsets their fans. Um, people who read DC Comics know that the stuff that comes out from DC is is expected. Like, this is... Yeah, the person who wrote this story for Batman has written stories for Batman, and this is what Batman fans come to expect. So, that's exactly what we need. While as Marvel tends to go gay. <laughs> I, I mean that in a literal sense, in a figurative sense. Uh, the stuff is gay as in... Um, uh, more so, well, A lot of characters become homosexual for absolutely no reason, or they decide to change characters as homosexuals for absolutely no reason. Um, they tend to cross-gender characters or try to stipulate that this character or this other character is a particular type or um, identifies as a particular type of um, gender or anything like that. Instead of actually creating a character that fits that profile, they decide to take an already well-established character and change their profile, which does nothing but piss fans off, and then the creators of those stories, those writers, uh, art directors, whoever, even the top person from Marvel Comics, Marvel Comics themselves, will just sit there and tell fans, you're all stupid, you can't accept the way how things are, and and it's really dumb, it's really dumb to do that. With DC, it's just that, hey, you gotta hit or miss in the terms of stories, and it's like, ah, this was either a good story or a bad story, that's it. Nothing really outside the lines of what the character is supposed to be. Um, with Marvel, on the other hand, it's just that, oh, this is just a dumb idea, period. Whether it be a good story or a bad story, it, it will, will never be 
perceived that way. This is just all around bad. And and that's really what the Marvel comics have come to have just like put them they they've etched themselves in stone to be that way and it and it is highly toxic. It's so goddamn stupid. Um because it's just it's just annoying. You see beloved characters that get turned into shells of their former selves only to fit some type of agenda or some type of um, man bashing or anything like that. And it's really ridiculous. Especially because of the fact that it don't work. It'd be totally different if this shit works, but it doesn't work. This is one of the things that actually makes it incredibly stupid. Is uh, the fact that it doesn't work as much as it doesn't work. See, um, one of the thing, one of the things that Marvel does is actually pander to the Twitter people, um, and Twitter people, uh, as much as they like to complain, even though, you know, they assume that, you know, a, a lot of big companies believe that for whatever reason that Twitter is the way to go in terms of listening to people or ideas for sticking or things like that that actually matter. When it comes to certain business aspects, problem is that Twitter people don't indulge in geek culture, um, so. Buying of comic books or reading of graphic novels, um, playing or buying video games and stuff like that. If it's something to be offended by, they will say that they're offended by it. But in terms of actually buying the product to make sure that it's something that they would care or see, that never happens. It it never fucking happens. But the idea, the aspect that as big as as much as it's re- just stupid, someone who's a regular, actual um, person who's interested in comic books or comic book characters can see this information, and, and it's just like so blatantly apparent to them. While as these big companies that actually have focus groups, and you know they've been having um, potentially uh, hardcore fans for years, are explaining to them or trying to voice their opinions on how they're handling these beloved characters, and they look at them and like, nah, you're dumb because Twitter. Twitter is the voice of the people, and the people say they want change, and these people don't go to comic book stores and spend four to five dollars each issue or anything like that. It it just, it doesn't fucking happen. It just doesn't. So, that's the ridiculousness of the world that we have with comic books right now, and this crisis has made it just up thousand times worse that's they're starting to lose money people can't go to stores to actually buy comics they um the potential threat of being digital only is causing a lot of people to disdain from even wanting to support um marvel dc or any of the other big names out there that i don't know because the only thing that i know is marvel and dc because anytime something small gets big if they don't have an amazing ip that can stand alone on its own DC and Marvel will buy it immediately and then shit on whatever creation was made from it. But that's its other thing that's going on with them. So uh, the thing I wanted to talk about is actually uh, something ridiculous. Uh, Right now in Marvel, everyone is harping over the new New Warriors. And that is one of the gayest things that Marvel has made and it's incredibly insensitive, stupid, dumb, and a lot of people are harping on it. Um, the characters themselves are on a, are not, not even in a sense of unoriginal, but just so bland and without any lack of thought and just stupidly, 
stupidly done that it's all incredibly easy to mock. And, and honestly, I believe everyone has done it. If you want to know exactly... Yeah, I feel that other people are better <laughs> at explaining exactly how dumb it is. You, it, it really was just a big old middle finger to anyone who happens to be a fan of comics. The, um, the pandering of basically they have a non-binary character who's a twin of a guy who's supposed to be a jock. But he's a typical standard jock. My God, you got to see the picture. Because he's a standard jock, but he wears all pink with booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, who the fuck acts for this? And the people who created it just have the biggest smiles on their faces talking about how so amazingly, like, just so amazing these characters are because they fit the new age of people. And, like, that's, this is what people come to expect with their superheroes. Superheroes need this type of stuff. Um, and it's just disgusting. They have Safe Space and Snowflake the characters' names are indicative of basically negative terms that are used uh, with people in today's, um, when, like, what the younger generation is used. So, like, when someone's called a snowflake or you want to be in your safe space, <laughs> and then safe space uses a shield, but stupidly enough, the shield is only active if he's defending someone. So, couldn't you just, like, kidnap him or something? Or just shoot him when he's by himself and then that's it for the guy? Stupid. Just so stupid. Um, and then you also have uh, the other thing that Marvel created where basically they gave X-Men characters sidekicks which are just um, copies of known X-Men characters' powers in younger, chi- in younger children which have been gender-swapped uh, and uh, race-swapped. So, you know, like a black, um, a black t- um, gambit that's a girl, uh, a female cyclops with blonde hair um just just different just all around a bunch of weird ridiculous stuff totally goes against the mythos of x-men as well as being incredibly stupid seeing as how the more creative approach would have possibly been to give x-men characters people who they themselves decided to take under their wing who did not have their own powers um did not have copies of their powers who more so were just kids that they decided to take under their wing, and then basically they felt that they could be the new... They were training them to be the new line of X-Men by the time, like, they stopped doing the whole superhero gig, or X-Men gig, because technically X-Men aren't really superheroes. But, uh, really, really bad, Marvel. Uh, because they, they gave these characters, like, Instagram, they tweet stuff, one of them is a cosplayer... Which is even dumber because they're superheroes. So why would a superhero do cosplay? They're already doing cosplay. They, they wear normal clothes and then they wear superhero getup. Why then would they decide to dress up even further? If like the time that it takes to actually put your all into being a cosplayer. Is something that someone who does it, who's a superhero on the side would not have time to do. Uh, you would only know that if you were part of that world. So just seeing it every now and again when you pop up at a convention and then going, oh, no, I want to induct that into my comic book series because I'm creative is really fucking stupid. Um, The only thing even worse um, than that is the fact that if you look at the uh, trailer introducing these characters, they're called Children of the Atom, which is also weird. Um, I would have possibly called them, like, Children of the X, you know, um... Or something like like that. That feel like that would be better, more indicative of them being related to the X Men. Uh, 
or um the the mutant kids, some, something like that that would just fit in the realm of X Men. But calling them Children of the Atom is really dumb. Uh, but the the idea and the simple concept of when they made like they're on their trailer, they're basically talking about how this is one hundred percent completely original. All these characters are original. Like everything that they're doing is something that hasn't really been done before. When they're just copies of the X Men characters, and the fact that they were so out of touch and out of out of touch with reality that they looked at these characters and they went, "This is one hundred percent original." And it's like you just copied already known characters, gender and race swapped them, and then made them sidekicks, which has no point. In the X-Men world, because they have children mutants running around already, so why would these kids have to be perceived as special just because their powers are similar? There's other characters out there who have similar powers, but they don't necessarily need to be considered sidekicks or have to be taken in as sidekicks. Really stupid. Really, really stupid. And again, it would be better if it was like, you know, they're training the new age of X-Men that were just a bunch of random or well-established characters already that have been shown throughout the newer comics of X-Men to where it's like, yeah, let's um get these new kids, bring them up as new X-Men so we can do more stuff with them. That'd be cool and interesting. But no, they was like, no, let's just copy and paste. <laughs> that's all we need to do. And that's all that they did. And that itself is also really, really dumb and really, really stupid. And honestly, that's like how I feel about it is just that. But the thing I actually wanted to talk about, even though I've been spewing this Fooey all this time. The actual thing I wanted to talk about right now um, is actually something that has to involve with DC. I know, that's weird. Now, granted, Marvel is just shitting the bed right now, and there's really no point in trying to say anything about what's going on with Marvel. They're doing what they're doing. Right now, Marvel Comics is only being kept alive so they can use those IPs for the movies. Um, the MCU is everything that Disney wants it to be, and that's the only thing that it's going to be. And they're going to use the comics to try and slowly but surely change your viewpoint of these well-known established characters in order to fit, more often than not, the way how they want the MCU to go. You think I'm lying? Let's check out how the fuck Captain Marvel is doing right now. Hell, Miss Marvel is about to get, like, a movie or a TV series, and that's a character who came out, like... Just a few years ago. Has no type of fan backing or anything like that comic book wise. Comic books don't even sell that well. But they're going to give this character a prominent role. And um, like in the MCU sooner or later. Uh, not not to mention the fact that the game that's coming out for Square Enix. Actually has her as the main character I believe. Like she, you spend more playtime playing with her than almost any other character. That's supposed to be related to the Avengers and the MCU or something like that for that um, Square Enix game. And I feel bad for anyone who pre-ordered that. Because, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't have pre-ordered that game. It just it seems stupid in the beginning of it. Because the, the, the MCU Avengers aren't really the Avengers. But at the same time, the best MCU characters, they haven't really done correctly. So, I, like, like, they're trying to change the comics slowly but surely to fit the movies that way when you look at the movies you are completely right and justified in going that's how that character is supposed to be that's the only way that character can be it's gay it's lame it's what they're doing um if you didn't know they're trying to make they're going to make uh captain marvel the new leader of the avengers and the upcoming new phases of the mcu 
and that just already should make everyone raise an eyebrow because then it's like so then what the hell was the point of the falcon getting the shield if she's going to become the new leader instead of the next captain america yeah whatever <laughs> just just whatever shut up whatever how the hell did why didn't she kill thanos when she had the chance if she was so goddamn great uh, just whatever when she back like she was a part of the kree and like they knew evil and things like that and it's not like they wouldn't know that thanos was who thanos was and then when she got her super saiyan powers why didn't she go kill him nah that's stupid i'd be dumb to think about something like that <laughs> but again i'm getting off because i hate marvel uh that spider-man is the only one true god but um <laughs> the 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 one above all had to speak to him so yeah, Spider-Man is, is truly, truly greatness. But the thing that I'm upset about, the one that made me want to speak on this right now, is actually something that DC is doing. And that is a graphic novel that is about to come out that is about Batman when he was younger. <sighs> Shit. Okay, this is what upsets me. Because like I said, DC has put themselves in like a fraternal... Uh, wash, rinse, repeat uh, cycle. So they don't really fall or raise in the aspect um, aspirations or expectations or nothing like that. They're just, they're stagnant. They're really, really stagnant when it comes to these characters. Anything that goes outside of the realm of how the characters are particularly supposed to handle does very badly. Case in point, the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, which I will call Birds of Prey because there's no point calling it Harley Quinn because we all remember what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Birds of Prey, so don't try to change it up now once you realize that you made a bad movie. So, the Birds of Prey de um, debacle, the way how they handled and misrepresented that movie and being all man-hating and mansplaining is bad and bad men and Harley Quinn can be on her own and blah, blah, blah. So, like, if that's the example of, hey, when you go outside the realm of how this character is supposed to be, don't do well. Um, as far as I know, the Harley Quinn cartoon, uh, even though that was, when that got released, it had a little bit of hype because of how funny it was, but that's done dropped dr drastically, um, almost to the point where I don't hear anyone talking about it at all, because who gives a fuck, and right now we're in an but we're in a state where people are doing nothing but watching TV. And honestly, I still hear people not talking about it at all. And that that should be a red flag for DC. And then you look at something like Titans, which first season was kind of all over the place trying to be too dark. And then the second season, it actually livened it up and opened up the story to far more characters. And it did a hell of a lot better than the first season. And honestly, it portrays the characters very well. Their Bruce Wayne is ridiculous. But it portrayed the characters very well. And and Titans Titans is actually really good. I, I adore the second season. Uh, the second season was just amazing. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's like the best thing that ever came out that's inductive of the Teen Titans. But no, it was it was really good. And I, I especially love the relationship between Raven and Dick Grayson to where it's like they got an older brother, little sister type vibe now. It, it, it's fantastic. And then basically that Starfire is the same way with Raven. Like it's like that's my, that's my that's my sister from another mother. <laughs> like so, I, I I love how they were able to do that because basically that's that's a part of the comics in Teen Titans that they would only have small increments of because they were dealing with big bads all the time. And to see children and teenagers actually 
have that because they would need that if you would put a bunch of prepubescent preteens together. And it's like, yeah, they would they would need that type of camaraderie. So like, it was more than welcome that I fan- fancied the hell of it. Damn, I'm off track. Um, but DC, they're fucking up again. Um, because right now they have someone writing a graphic novel based off of Bruce Wayne's childhood in Batman. But the main story itself, it seems like, is going to focus more on Selena Kyle, who's a mixed kid. Uh, they, uh, they made her black, mixed, something like that. And it's like, Selena Kyle, what? And then they put her in the same high school as Bruce Wayne, and it's like, what? And then Joker is like her best friend that has feelings for her, but she likes Bruce Wayne, the brooding loner kid. This is what? And so they're trying to freaking Degrassi Batman. And um, the, and just in some freaking uh, CW-type dramatic teen spewing bullshit and to where uh the writer that they got for it is a woman not saying that that's a negative thing but i'm just letting you know exactly where we stand she is a woman who is of asian descent or is a mixed race and asian or something like that and um i'm not sure if she's mixed or if she's full asian i I don't don't know don't care but she decided to indoctrinate her own uh way of how she grew up uh, into that of Bruce Wayne, an already well-established character that already has his own cultural and um, race and everything identified, and that's what people identify with him, and you're tackling a character that is so beloved and so known, shit like that tends to piss people off, which it has done. Um, More so, I know that the fact that a lot of people aren't going to really care as much because it's a graphic novel, but I personally feel so strong towards this because I love Batman so goddamn much that it's just so fucking disgusting. So she decided to make Bruce part Asian, which is stupid. Apparently he's a brooding teenager, but his mother is still alive and she's the reason that he's a billionaire. Now he doesn't have any friends, but he has followers. So he still posts shit on his phone. Is anything that I'm telling you feels okay or like something you want to read no this is disgusting and it makes my stomach hurt uh, let me keep going so then you have um the person who looks after him is alfred who is not his bot um is not his butler but his uncle his gay uncle so gay <laughs> slobbing those knobs all day long <laughs> so that and then uh, Selena Kyle's best friends with Jack Napier, one of the many names for the Joker. But if you remember, like they changed that up with anything, any new thing that handles Joker basically tackles that in a sense outside of the comics to where they call him a particular name. Let's like, um, like on the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Remember, he was called Alex. Uh, I mean, Arthur. I said Alex. Uh, Arthur Fleck. And then uh, Jack Napier actually stuck with a lot of people remembering that Jack was his name when Jack Nicholson played him in the Bat- uh, the old Batman movie. And then uh, I know a lot of other uh, things tried to use the name Jack Napier, and then they just kind of stuck with that. But um, if you're someone who knows, or if you've seen the Killing Joke movie, then you should 
already understand that the killing joke basically was used to set a precedent for the Joker that is the golden rule for him today. So anything outside of the comics really can't, um, really don't understand it because a lot of people basically missed it whenever they saw um, the killing joke. But which is the fact that the Joker really has no one true origin. Even he himself does not know how he came to be. It switches up all the time because that's just how fucking crazy he is. There's a reason this man goes to Arkham Asylum instead of actual jail. He's he's too goddamn crazy. <laughs> like, he's literally, meant, he's just fucked up in the head. So, to have that, um, it actually also set the precedent of the fact that um, any name that you could think of that he uses or makes up is not his real name. So anything that you see that has that isn't really correct or right or anything like that. So that's one of the many things when it comes to the Joker. Uh, hell, even one of the theories behind the Joker movie is that at the end of the movie, while Joaquin Phoenix is talking to the um, therapist, I believe she possibly will be, at the end of the very movie when he's handcuffed and he's smoking a cigarette, is that the entire situation of the whole movie was made up to fit basically what he felt should be uh, if you wanted to think about it on that level, it was like he made up the entire scenario of the whole movie in order to fit why he feels like, you know, it would it would be cool to believe that you'd be like, this is how he feels like his origin is today. Or it's like, this is what made me become the Joker. Or this is what made me become crazy. And so it like devolved in that personality because of how crazy he is. A lot of people, well not a lot of people, There's there's like a very few people who like to believe that aspect of the movie, I'm not one of them. I know of it, but I'm not one of them. I don't believe that that's a possibility. The movie itself was the movie, so anything outside of that. Because they're supposedly making a sequel, so if they do and when they do, we'll determine how you're to perceive the ending of the first movie. But realistically, I like to think, like, no, the movie itself was the movie, and that's just an, another explanation of his origin, or just another viewpoint as to what his origin could have possibly been. Rather than being that, no, it was just a figmentation of his mind. And I was like, yeah, to me, I feel like people are stretching when they're doing that one. But that's my opinion, that if you feel the latter, you know, hey, I think you're wrong. <laughs> so, um, because it's just a stretch. So, back to this horrible fucking graphic novel. So, in the graphic novel itself, they're basically playing out as a love triangle between Jack Napier, Selena Kyle, and Bruce Wayne. Or should I say, half Asian boy, um, class clown, and this black chick who's supposed to be, I'm pretty sure they're going to have her have like a bunch of cats or something. Um, so, really, really dumb. And then, it gets even worse when you hear the author's uh, explanation as to what inspired her and what drove her for the different things that just makes you go, how the hell could you even do that with Batman? But basically, she herself being um, an Asian American... Uh, basically decide to put her own self into the character, which is fucking stupid, and it's something that basically a lot of comic book people are having issues with today. Case in point, what I was talking about with Marvel. This is what they keep doing, and it's proven to be bad, bad, bad. So, you don't do that. You take a character and you give the best representation as to what you believe that character should be in some type of new story that you want to give them. And anything outside of that, of, of that type of effort with an already established IP or beloved character is just fucking disgusting. Especially someone like Batman. 
It's like someone telling me they're making a new Spider-Man. And I go, well, there's already like 50 Spider-Men. So it doesn't matter what you make. As long as you leave Peter Parker alone, I have no problem. But then they go, oh, no, 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 that's it. It's Peter Parker. But he decided to become Spider-Man because a pink spider landed on his face while he was making out with his boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then he became Spider Queen, and he's going around part drag. And I was like, I, I probably will murder somebody right then and there. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, Your Honor, I, I had to do it. He was talking, speaking in tongues, and I, I didn't want the demon to possess me next. <laughs> so, it just dumb altercations of beloved characters like that. It's just really fucking stupid. There's a reason that when they think of a new idea for Spider Man, they change up exactly who it's affected they'll make it a brand new spider-man from a different country or he's from a different ethnicity and it's like he'll probably get his powers in a different particular way but he's still in the marvel world where there exists a spider-man so he has something to latch on to and identify with and he just calls himself another spider-man or he's from an alternate universe or something like that and, and it works it works because then it's like well as long as it's not my peter i got no problem <laughs> Or my Toby. You leave my Toby alone. Toby did nothing wrong. Toby was fantastic. <laughs> so uh, so then, like, what, what this graphic novel is going to do and what it, like, because it's going to get made. It's going to get made. But thankfully, I already know it's not going to do anything to the already well-established character that is Batman. But it's just fucking stupid that someone already thinks that they could do something like that that's the atrocity is not the fact that the action is happening but the fact that someone already believed that they could do that and nothing bad will happen like this is totally the right way to go this is the best thing that could ever possibly happen to batman that's why i'm doing it bitch respect my shine and that's so fucking egregious and disgusting to me i i just have so many problems with that so it's yeah, it, it, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. One of the things that she also stated when um, talking about their um, drive for making a graphic novel is that her husband is a huge fan of Batman. And then that's just bad on this nigga part because it's like, motherfucker, you didn't sit there and tell her, oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, if you, if, you, if you shoot him, he'll, you'll only just make him mad. So <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It's like, no, this dude sat there and listened to her probably spew out of her mouth all this stuff that she wanted to do with Bruce Wayne. And him as a Batman fan had to weigh his options. Do I not want to have sex with my wife anymore? Or do I want to tell her that she's doing something horrible? And he just was like, yeah, pussy weighs more. So <laughs> I'm going to go with pussy. Yeah, baby. Everyone will love that. Yeah. They, him being in high school, that makes so much sense. Batman's a crime fighter and no one really would care about him being in school. But they, they. And then they, uh, DC approached her with the idea of, we want to do a young adult series. And... Why they approached her, I don't fucking know. But they approached her to do a young adult series. And it seems like she really doesn't know anything of comic books. She seems like her fandom or love for Batman is really on a surface level. So it's not someone who has dug deep into everything that is Batman. So the, the fact that the first thing that came out of her mouth is, my husband is a real big fan, rather than her going, I'm a real big fan. And then being like, this has always been a story of Batman that I wanted to tell. It was, no, my husband's a fan. And then I thought of the story. Which, in a sense, is a story that sounds like a very terrible fan fiction from someone who wrote a very terrible fan fiction of Batman and put it online, and probably like a thousand people read it. 
and no one commented on it. <laughs> so then they thought, oh, it must be good if that's the case. <laughs> so that's it's apparently what it seems like this person has got going on in their brain. And honestly, I, what I would have did is actually release the story itself as a fan fiction and see what type of traction it would have built up. Then from there, go to see whether or not if I would be able to indoctrinate or um, produce it as a graphic novel and see exactly how much love or hate came from it. Um, well, well, not to see that, but just to go like, you know, okay, these are the changes that I need to make. These are what people criticize the most about. These are things people like. These are things people didn't like. But, no, it was just full-blown, this is my story of this character. And, again, the only issue that I have with this is the fact that it's over an original IP. If this was to be her own fucking story, like, if she was to sat there and think, would this story be good if it was any other group of characters? Or if I was to just make up my own characters, would this story hold its own? And if she was to go, no, then automatically it's an emphatic, do not do this. So, <laughs> like, then, then it's just a, well, then, then it's just a boring love triangle that can always be, you know, this just sounds like an OC drama or something like that. And it's like, well, then, that's what you're doing. You're sticking these characters in a drama that makes absolutely no freaking sense. <laughs> so, why, why do it? Why would you do this to these characters? These characters aren't built for something like that. They weren't made for something like that. Don't do this. But no, that's not that's not what DC saw. Then they she was like, "Can I do it with Batman?" And I want to do a um a young adult um graphic novel. Can I do it with Batman? And they went, "Yeah." And she was like, "Okay, he's gonna be in school." And DC was like, "We don't fucking care. <laughs> we really don't care." And then it makes sense that they would allow such a thing to happen because. It's a graphic novel. So again, there's a lot of leeway with that. It being a graphic novel means two things. One, DC's going to care a hell of a lot less as to what they do with the Batman persona. That's a fact. One of the reasons why it's getting ha why that's happening that way. So that's understandable. It's a graphic novel. It's, it's not going to do that well. It's not. It being a graphic novel alone already sets it up for that. The second thing is the fact that it's, um, is because that it's doing that, um, fuck, I'm losing my train of thought, I'm so mad, <laughs> it is, like, it, simply because of the fact that it's doing that, um, that it's a graphic novel, it's not gonna sell that well, but as soon as it comes out, it's going to get some type of traction, you know, people are going to read this, it is still getting made, and because of the fact that it it being a graphic novel and a lot of people, um, it's not going to really sell that well. That The other thing is that DC doesn't really care. You see, DC does not care as long as you don't fuck around with Batman in the comics. Because Batman in the comics is the, is, is the beauty of them. So it's like, they gave her a graphic novel because they knew she was going to screw up Batman. But the idea that, you know, graphic novels aren't really going to sell at all. So, you know... I, you you kind of got to think that, you know, someone along the lines was thinking that, well, which one would sell more? A graphic novel that no one wants to read that's good, or a bad graphic novel that everyone wants to read to make sure that it's bad? And then eventually we'll scrap it, cut the whole project, and we really haven't lost any type of money whatsoever, and it's just a terrible idea that happened. That's, that's, that's all they got out <laughs> that's That's really all that they're working with, and that's all that they really should care about. So, it, it, it's not understandable. It's just fucked up. It's just really, really fucked up. And, and, it's, and it's getting made. It's getting made. Honestly, 
the concept of doing a young adult thing with Batman in this situation and how they have him and are portraying him is god-awful. It, it makes it to where he's not even Batman anymore. He's this other type of character. I believe he's going to be like Bruce Wong or something like that. So, like, he's not even, like, his last name is Asian as well. So, not even, uh, or something like that. I don't even know if it's Bruce Wayne. I, I'm, I don't remember. But even still, like, that's just, that's fucking dumb. That is so goddamn dumb. He's already a pre-established character with his own lore, own backing, and things like that. And to go at it from this standpoint, as to be like, you know, just an alternate story with these characters being the front runners of what's going on. Then, honestly, a far more creative idea would have been to do a young adult series in high school that revolved around all the prominent superheroes and the major villains. Would that have not have been interesting? I know a lot of people are saying that they're copying from the uh, the old the old Gotham High because I believe it's called Gotham High or something like that. And there was a canceled Gotham High cartoon that was supposed to come out a long time ago, and the concept of that was relatively the same to where it's just the super it's just the Gotham heroes and the Gotham villains younger and in high school. You got Joker being a class clown, Harley Quinn being a cheerleader along with Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, um, Penguin, stuff like that. All of them are just high school kids in high school, and the idea basically didn't stick, and there's a fucking reason for that. And so they never, they only have um, a few little um, art designs for it, but there's no, uh, there's there's no episodes, pilots, things like that. None of that. It's just a little couple of art pieces. And I actually, like, have some of the art pieces I look at, um, that I've, like, looked at and whatnot. And, and yeah, like, it, it seemed clean, it was, like, like, kitty, like, definitely kid-friendly. You see Joker doing, like, probably have Joker do stuff, like, you know, fill the whole school full of goo, and then Batman being on a trip to pin it on him or figure out exactly, prove, like, how he did it. And it, it would have been cool if they were to make that and then give it that Fillmore twist. To where the school itself is Gotham, so that um, <laughs> it would have been it would have been lame to do that. But you it like you would have the uh, what is it the safety patrol <laughs> uh, kids running around the school would be like the the cops. Jim Gordon would basically be the uh, the uh, the safety patrol captain, <laughs> you know, and like the mayor is the principal, just like with Fillmore. But back, but Bruce is someone who basically is figuring out everything without being a part of safety patrol because he likes to go home and do it his own way and they have rules that they got to follow but he don't want to follow those rules. Some funny kid friendly like that, that it probably would have been a good show but they canceled it so sad. Um, and most likely they probably did something dumb like give him a love interest of bad girl because of fucking idiots. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Having him be with bad girl is gross. And just just the, the, the people who originally did that in the old 90s Batman cartoon, the Batman and Robin and the, the Adventures of Batman cartoons, like, just, just, they're gross. Most people are gross. They made Harley Quinn, and then they wanted her to have a lesbian relationship with Poison Ivy, when it shows that it's a hell of a lot better if she just has a girlfriend relationship with Poison Ivy, who feels for her, because Poison Ivy is someone who's not attached or cares about men, and to the point where Harley Quinn's constantly just going up to her, crying about one man that Poison Ivy even knows is a fucking psychopath that will never truly love her. And and then you just to see your friend constantly go back and forth to her. And it's like, who well, like who doesn't know people that are like that? Like, I've had friends who are 
constantly like that, running back and forth, crying about someone, and and it's like you sit there and go like, well, you know, if you want to leave them, leave them. It's like, well, maybe they'll change. And it's like, okay, then why, what the fuck are you even talking? About? Why were you even talking about this? Like, I mean, it's, it's like pick up your sticks, white boy. Like, just, let's just play the game. Like, oh, she's calling. I'll see you later. It's like what? What the fuck just happened? Like, and that's it's the people like that exist. So their relationship being like that is totally fine. But them being like, well, it's a symbiotic lesbianism type thing, when they were in Arkham alone, they get freaky deaky, but then if Joker shows up, she's all putting, eh, eh, why are you doing that to her, <laughs> it's just, uh, those people are freaks, it's like, we're gonna make Joker a sidekick, mm, I don't know, hey, she's incredibly popular, alright, now she's a lesbian, what, <laughs> and she likes poison ivy, and then the poison doesn't affect her, and in fact, she has an immunity to poison, because she's been making out with poison ivy, does, does it work that way, <laughs> like, what? Because <laughs> of the juices. You know what I'm talking about. But this is stupid. Ah, those people are so so whack. Uh, they did introduce me to Batman being with Wonder Woman, and which is the only true man Wonder Woman should ever really appreciate. But uh <laughs> just they still suck. Uh, I love them and I hate them at the same time. <laughs> but with with this uh, new graphic novel, one of the cool things that would have been interesting for them to do, which would have been a change of pace, is honestly look towards um, the DC gals, which is actually really popular and actually doing really well, um, where they just basically have all the female characters within the DC uh, universe just all going to school together, fighting crime together, and um, doing stuff. Wonder Woman, uh, Batgirl, Supergirl, uh, Hell Harley Quinn, um, there's, there's a whole bunch of characters, and uh, the uh, what's her name? The bee. I was about to say Killer Bee. She's not Killer Bee. Bumblebee? Is that her? She's from Titans East. Uh, I remember her from Teen Titans. She's from Titan East. Uh, just Starfire, different characters like that. And like the fact that all of them are going to school, fighting crime, doing stuff like that. The toys sell like crazy. As someone who used to work at Target and sell toys, I, I know. Like, you, people like buying those toys. So it, it is fairly popular. Um, and it's so it's like, you know, why not in, introduce. Like, cashing in on that aspect. Team-ups and group-ups are some of the biggest selling points in comics. Uh, Marvel knows that from Civil War. Hell, they're trying to do it, like, three fucking times. Um, and just any... And, like, the, the Avengers, the whole purpose of them is the fact that, like, each individual character outside of the Avengers did terrible in sales. Captain America, Iron Man. Like, they, they had shitty sales. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor... They had shitty selves, but then you put them together all in a group, and they're going around saying, we're the Avengers. We might get our asses kicked, but we keep, we'll keep coming back. And it's like, yeah, they do. <laughs> they seriously do. And now all of a sudden, they're building up traction. Also, they added Hulk, who was just amazing. So, you know, like, now now you got somebody who can't lose and a team full of losers. Now they're winners. You see how that works out? <laughs> it was like, well, by association, if Hulk is a part of them and he's always going to win, then these losers have to win. That's, oh, God, I, I hate the Avengers. <laughs> the Hulk is just amazing. So, so basically, it's like, why didn't you, um, that would have been a better approach to do a Young Age series, because it's something that basically a lot of people would appreciate and honestly would have been fun to see. You take all the superheroes and some of the major supervillains, put them all in a school together. Basically, boil their stuff down to just typically these characters in high school. You could be like DC gals and, like, they might, can, um, they might have their powers and basically kind of do like a whole X-Men-ish 
thing with them, you know, like they can use it, like sort of like tone it down and whatnot. Have cool different interactions with them. Have love triangles actually be in a sense to where it really, really makes sense. Uh, honestly, um, Justice League Unlimited, just in high school. Just take Justice League Unlimited, put in high school. One of the one of my favorite episodes of Justice League Unlimited is when Batman and Green Lantern were going through time. And then Green Lantern met his son between him and Hawkgirl. And then when he came back to the present, he was actually dating um, Vixen. And him and Hawkgirl broke up. And then she's basically just, uh, she's kind of like a former, she's like a shell of her former self. Kind of trying to get back in with everyone. Kind of working her way back up. But she's no longer a founding, like she's no longer kept as a founding member of the Justice League. And then, you know, she still got feelings for Green Lantern, but, you know, it's just, she ruined that because of the goddamn alien invasion. So, having that, and then they even had moments where Vixen and um, Hawkgirl were talking together and laughing and talking about Green Lantern. And so, indoctrinating that into a graphic novel, and I swear to you, people would buy it. They would eat that shit up. You got Batman running around the school, basically wearing all black brooding and being all secretive and whatnot but just got all the best scores out of everyone in every field <laughs> like um with with math science and things like that and then you constantly have characters trying to challenge him on certain fronts so it's like yeah batman deductive reasoning and his like math skills are like top notch but then you got other characters that could be just as good but then they're just for some reason they're not getting up there with Batman, or they are, like, tying with him, and then, like, they feel some competitive nature with him, while he just wants to be left alone, he doesn't care, <laughs> and it's like, like, do you study, and it's like, ah, it just, it, it's, a, it's a waste of time, <laughs> like, what, you don't even study, it just, it, the night is mine, <laughs> stuff like that, like, there's something, something that says, instead of being, like, let's change these characters, and kind of put them in a dramatic love triangle sense, you actually take these characters and put them in a fun aspect. Hell, you don't even need to add villains. It could just be how these superheroes interact with each other. Just just that. So that way you wouldn't have to expect anything from anybody. So when someone does something underhanded or dirty, it would just be, this is within this character's nature. Even like even though he's a child, like we know this person's nature fits along the confines of this. So it would go against this other superhero's nature who fit along the lines of this. The shit writes itself. It really does. It's like, as long as you somehow, when you're writing, it is okay to put yourself in the place of a character and to sit there and go, yes, I, I'm able to create this from this character. I'm able to put myself in this character's shoes and put them in this situation because I've been in that situation. So I'm able to give you a very good um, description of exactly how they're feeling, how they're supposed to feel, what the expressions and emotions that they're going through, because I've went through this. People who write stories when someone dies and like they themselves have lost someone, so they understand how that grief works, so they're able to to distill that into a character. At the same time, like um, seeing a, like a, a having a baby be born when they themselves just got into fatherhood and stuff like that, or motherhood, and and it's like you're able to put that into your character. That's all well and good, but that typically only goes for characters who are new. They haven't been well established. They haven't been predetermined to fit certain criteria and to have a giant library of situational um, personality traits as well as any any type of 
<laughs> makeup that you can think of in terms of how they would react to any situation not already being before you. And for you to just go, nah, I think he would be this way. When it's clear that he wouldn't. <laughs> you just, um, you know what, I think he would make out with the boy right here. Batman's not a homosexual. Bruce Wayne has never done anything in homosexual tendencies. And possibly if it was for the mission and he had to pretend to be someone else. I mean, the man has been batches. He's pretended to be a bunch of characters. He's a master of disguise and whatnot. So... To sit there and say that he wouldn't do that for the sake of the mission to throw everybody off his trail. Sure. But to just go, nah, he's feeling something for this dude. Mm, no, mm, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Get away. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not his character. If you were to make a character that did that, yeah, that'd be, that'd be fine. That'd be great. You can do that. That's cool. That's your character. But you're not working with your character. You're taking an already pre-established character. And I understand putting him in this alternate reality type situation to where it's Gotham in high school and things like that. Because a lot of people are sitting there, you know, cutting at the tree as much as they can. You know, Gotham's a, a shitty, shitty place. Why would anyone, why would any high school life there be great? <laughs> and it's like, that makes absolute sense. Also, in Batman, Bruce went to multiple different schools to learn what he needed to learn, then leave. That way he would not, you know, dull his senses or anything. Well, just just get dumber because he got stagnant and staying with school and things like that. Then not to forget the fact this man went on a world worldwide martial arts trip to just learn everything he can doing so much dirty stuff. And honestly, one of the best aspects of Batman, when they bring up some of the terrible things that he quite possibly had to do or has, has done in his training to become Batman, and then it coming back up for him, um, coming back up to get, so, like, some of, some of those stories actually really worth, um, reading, and actually really good, and interesting, because you learn more about what he had to go through, learning from, like, the greatest thief, or, like, from master, um, martial artist, or exactly how did he hone his skill to combine different techniques and things that he knows with other things that he's learned, and it's like, where did he exactly, where exactly did he get all that from in order to utilize it to be Batman? And then it coming back up to haunt him. Fantastic. But now I'm getting off getting off the rails again. So it just I just really, really can't stand this story for existing because of what it's doing to Batman. I I, I love Batman. And just this itself is such an egregious, ridiculous um stain on like what Batman has done, it's ridiculous. I just, I find it unsettling because DC is starting to go the same route that Marvel's already doing, which is burying them more and more and more day by day. And they shouldn't. They really shouldn't. They, they don't have to. Hell, they've proven time and time again that they can defeat expectations depending on their characters not even being that well-known or having just a small niche fandom that... When you take that character and put it out there to the world, everyone can really latch on and appreciate it. Uh, hell, look at uh, Aquaman. Aquaman has has got to be the greatest Cinderella story you have ever heard of. Aquaman was so goddamn popular, he had his own cartoon show that lasted for a very long time. But still perceived to be as lame as everyone thinks of him. <laughs> like the man rode seahorses, for God's sake. He rode seahorses and he had his own TV show. And it was incredibly 
lame. He wore that bright orange suit and everything. Everything about Aquaman screams out that he should not be... If he got a movie, it would not be good. And lo and behold, they put him on the Justice League movie first. And then when he got his own individual movie, hey, blew up. Made over a billion dollars. People love it. Just, just, just amazing. It was a really good movie. And, and it's like, that came out of DC. But you gotta remember, Marvel can't do that shit with any of their characters. <laughs> you can't take a, they, they will, it will be a long while before they let, um, the Submariner get into the big screen, um, in his own individual movie. It will be a while until that happens. A long while <laughs> until they get the Submariner. <laughs> and that motherfucker got, got wings on the tips of his ankles for his feet. So, so like the, it's just, I really want DC to do better. Pick better writers, get better at um, establishing these characters, understand that they have a hell of a lot more that they could do with their giant library of characters. Again, I have to go back to Justice League Unlimited. Justice League Unlimited showcased so many characters that I've never heard of in the DC's lineup. At the time, didn't read no fucking comics or anything like that, but they're just showing characters left and right that were just, you know, sitting here talking, having normal conversations with these titans that I know of. And I'm just like, well, now I want to know what makes this character amazing. Like, why, why is this character talking like this? You know, like Martian Manhunter now got... Uh, pushed off to the side as just being basically the guy who orders everybody to do stuff and just giving out missions and whatnot. But it's like, what, what's going on? Like, I fell in love with the question. I love the question. I I would love to see something that deals with the question again, like in a series and whatnot. And they just keep that same comedic flow that he had on Justice League Unlimited. But you know, we have to wait for that. They they gave Harley Quinn a cartoon, and then they got their own streaming thing. So just. <laughs> but it's just I would want DC to do better because I know DC can do better and they really they've never been a disappointment well they, they've been disappointments to their fans I mean We Are Robin that was a golden idea and they fucked it up oh that I got We Are Robin I bought that comic and then that's that's a lot for me like you you have to be you gotta be something special for me to be like like I'll buy that and like after at the time, I was like, "Yo, that's a golden ass story." We are Robin was amazing. Just, uh, having someone that was a part of the Robin gang, and then she well, herself was kind of crazy, and she was seeing images of Batgirl telling her what to do, and she thought like she was training her, but she was. Uh, uh, we are Robin was great. A girl fought a talon and defeated it. <laughs> just, oh uh, man, We Are Robin was so good. Oh, it's just so good. Missed opportunity. They screwed that up. They just should have kept going, but they just, ugh, die. It's like that. That's really one of the DC's faults is that they always fall back onto their major characters and they only push them out to do anything. And when they try to do anything new, it's always a bad idea. So it, it, it just within that territory, it's like you know, you just you gotta treat these characters with respect. But your new shit, you could just if you stay stick with it. It will build up traction. Because you got to remember, it's something new competing with something that's been around since the goddamn 40s. You know? So, you just, you got to give it some time. Sideways? That was a really good character. Honestly, everyone going that that was their Spider-Man was not 
it was in no way, shape, or form not true. Honestly, Sideways was cool. I thought Sideways was a really good character. And the villains that he fought were actually really good and really well thought out. Someone who basically has cancer, but has super speed. So while they're using their super speed, it's speeding up their cancer at the same time. That's a crazy power. And then she's using it to rob places because she ain't got no money for treatment or nothing. Genius. <laughs> like, that's genius. And a character that can make a portal to go anywhere anyways. And he calls him side. And his costume was cool. So, I just, uh, damn it, DC. And just to see it fall from the graces of that. What, they had the, the Naomi comic? That, I haven't seen a new issue of that come out. Uh, my brother actually gets those. But just, uh, like I said, DC can do better. They just choose not to. And it's always disappointing when you see that. That's what be disappointing. Is that I know they're capable of doing more than making another goddamn Superman whatever. And then making a Superman movie about whatever. And then trying to do whatever while Superman is the main focus of the movie. They're like, you have so many other heroes. <laughs> Seriously. But just but Superman. Just Superman. Like, God, Jesus Christ. You know people don't like him as much as you think. Like, he has a huge fandom. But he is not that good of a character. <laughs> but Superman, Superman. <laughs> I wonder if I if I say the whole thing like it's suit, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. But yes, yeah, do do better, DC. Marvel, get your head out of your ass. You guys just just suck now. You know, you you let the mouse just completely corrupt you. So you guys are just fucking terrible. But DC, like you, you can be better. You can be better. I mean, it's really the only contender that Marvel has. If you guys go away, then they'll just be left alone to make whatever shitty thing that they want. And that gay-ass Spider-Man that I was talking about before will come true. And again, Your Honor, I, I had to kill somebody because they were speaking crazy. That'll, that'll be my only defense. That'll be my only defense. And I hope that the jury will agree with me that that is the proper offense to a situation like that. So, I'm going to end this here. Um, by all means, just... Ugh. I'm, I'm going to stay up to date with what's happening with the comic book industry. I know right now, basically, they're just... Everyone's folding because they, they, they have nothing to, to distribute. And they're, they're attacking their own fans. They have nothing to distribute. They're running out of money. And everyone's just being pissed. And it's like, I'm, I'm going to keep up with this, what's going on. But I already know that rough. They're in rough waters right now, but I feel like they're just getting into the eye of the storm, and they still got the rest of the storm to get out of, and they're not going to do it in a good way. So I'm going to just stay up to date with it, and anything else that pops off that's worthy of me even talking about it, just not silently sulking about, I'll definitely mention it to you. That, or if it's something that's truly upsetting, I'll just stare at my ceiling and slip slowly into madness. And that's all that I'll ever be able to do. <laughs> so, with that being said, this has been Fun with Flame. My name is Daniel the Flame. And as always, people, I hope you had fun.